Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. Whoa, 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 Chad, come on. Come on, man. You, got, you can't be pointing guns at people. I've seen it twice now. She's been helping these monsters. They're going to destroy my town, and I'm not going to let it happen. Your town? Your town, huh? These creatures existed well before anything called a Woodmore crawled out of the frickin' cracks and infested this town with their presence. I'm trying to find the monster that's causing the earthquakes and kill it before it destroys this town. Well, just so you know, this is all happening because Woodmore Industries is pouring some sort of weird-ass liquid into the ground and burning the hell out of these creatures. Did it ever occur to you that maybe Woodmore Industries is trying to stop this thing from coming back again because it's done so before on a schedule? I don't think Woodmore Industries has done anything for this town since its inception. Woodmore Industries created this town and everything in it. No, the people of Woodmore this town Industries... created this town. The people of this town exist beyond your stupid little family. If your family didn't exist... Before I 
Lunatic! No, guns are dangerous. You're the one who's a lunatic. You have such an entitlement complex. It's unbelievable. Are you really going to shoot me? Go on. You, you're a Give it! And get no. your hands off you of guys. my... Give it here! Give it! Gah! I'm Isaac the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. You have thoughts and feelings that are independent from me. You're not me. And this place isn't some place I would come up with. That's the hubris of, um, the delightfulness of, of, of such youth. Everything is everything, whether you want it to be or not. Me and you are the same, as much as me and this chair are the same. But that'll be a, st that'll be a conversation for a later time. Now, I gotta send you back. Um, always, if you need me, just look out, out your window, and I'm there. I know you're gonna be amazing. Well, what the, what the hell? What the, what the hell? You shot, you shot her. You shot her with a gun. Dude. She, she, what? I can't believe you tree. just shot her. Lucas definitely slides over and pushes Chad away from her and, like, takes the gun. All right, like, um... Both the gun's you... like in, like in her wooden clutches, right? Yes. So you all now have noticed uh, the the tip of the gun of the, the barrel is blown, uh, is kind of almost bananaed out. You see where her hands have have bent the gun, bent the barrel of the gun. Um, luckily, it wasn't too severe that she didn't just blow the gun apart. But yeah, it's it's well in there. Um, but I need Chad and. Paul, I need you to both make kick some ass rolls. Sorry, Chad. Well, <laughs> I rolled you know, a fifteen, <laughs> and, and Ch Chad rolled a four, so he's he's just floored at the moment. He Chad, can't believe you, he just shot Dottie. Uh, Chad, get take an experience point uh, as Lucas comes up and decks you, and you're like, oh, it's a kid, except he hits like a four hundred pound hockey player that's been juicing on bear bear testosterone for like a month. So, so I don't think Lucas is trying to necessarily really hurt him. So it would just probably be stun damage. No, but, yeah, no, it's just stun. But yeah, it's yeah, just... yeah, but Chad, Chad was probably swinging, trying to pull his rifle out of Dottie's wooden grasp, but he like swung right into your elbow. So you know, it, <laughs> um, it just it's like the the bat and the ball coming together, and this pop. 
So Chad just kind of actually flips over backwards and lands on his back looking up at, you know, uh, uh, Lucas and, and the wooden statue of Dottie standing there. And he's like, what the hell, man? What the hell? So, yeah, yeah I'm going to choose Luke, my extra Lucas. effect will be force him where I want him. Okay. And definitely so a, away die. from the gun and away from Dottie. Okay, you force him actually probably about a good four or five feet back as he slams, hits the ground, and you have this kind of moment of realization like, oh shit, yeah, I'm really strong. (laughs) Yeah, and I look at him, but I'm like so furious, I'm trying as hard as I can to contain it, and I think some of my like sort of more feral, viral kind of stuff, maybe my eyes like flip black or something for a moment as I'm like looking at him. You you watch his... His muscles under his skin start to like bulge up as the skin stretches with like all this extra mass. As like you watch, like his teeth and fingernails start to extend just ever so slightly, turning from like kind of like that clear to more of an op- like a pure white opalescence as they, they get almost a little bit more jagged and a lot more bone like. I-, I think Chad's eyes get really, really big and his, his, skin just turns turns white and he's like you're, you're you're not just helping the monsters you are the monsters and he turns and bolts and runs and then just falls right into the chasm <laughs> yeah, once again chad is bested by a hole <laughs> as he turns panicking to run away from to turn it right away from you lucas and just just falls down the hole. Um, what, uh, Danny? What were you doing during that exchange? So, so what? What everyone is hearing, or you know, what what uh, Chad and Lucas are hearing, uh, you know, uh, uh, is uh, you shot her. You shot her with your gun, and just that just repeated. But uh, if anyone actually looked right at Danny, uh, you would actually just see him not talking. Uh, pacing back and forth uh, uh, with his arms crossed tightly, kind of rubbing his arms. Uh, uh, he's just kind of off on the side, pacing. Okay, um, but I would like uh, Chad and Paul to make me a uh, act under pressure. You know, I'm going to bottle it up, give myself a plus one. Okay. Because I'm already lost, failed a couple of rolls here. Alright. Eight. Oh, I got an eleven. Okay, so, um, Rolling good Chad, Chad, you notice that, like, Danny's really, really loud, but he's not, he, he's, he's very loud, but it sounds like he's very close, but he's not. He's still, like, a good, like, ten feet away pacing, which is strange. Lucas, you realize that, um, you're, as you, like, turn to look and check on Danny, you hear his voice, his mouth is not moving at all whatsoever. Awesome. What and as you're processing that, and as Chad is falling down the hole, Dottie, you return to your to, to your flesh. You have no idea that Chad shot you. You're holding a gun. Uh, or a big uh, one. Uh, the the barrel's all like banana, like peeled banana out. Um, yeah. What does it look like when she like rematerializes into the flesh? So what it looks like is it's almost. It looks like root. It almost looks like roots are kind of like the the the, the veins in a leaf, like these green veins sort of go up her body, 
and then slowly draw this, like, almost looking like very quickly drawing this liquid out of her um, as the wood grain kind of, like, pulls away from her. Dottie, oh, God, Dottie, you're not a, what? Man, Dottie, are you okay? The tree, you turned into a tree. Chad shot you. Turned into a, did I die? I, I don't know. I, oh, God, I just. Dottie, you're alive. I, I, apparently, um, Chad might I'm, be for very long, but having said that, I do toss away the gun off into uh, the bushes. Damn, speaking of Chad, I think he fell down the hill into the cavern. Oh, that's not going to be the least of his problems today. <laughs> do you have a bullet wound? Do you have I, a bullet wound? Was it a clean exit? Did, do we need to perform any triage in the woods here? Uh... I I feel I feel okay. I'm not gonna say Danny. Fine. My arm still hurts, but that's from Danny. Danny kind of violates personal space and immediately just starts like looking, you know, closely at Dottie where he thinks you know he got uh, she got shot and uh, yeah, he's he's all up in your personal space, Dottie. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. All right. I I mean as okay. I think we actually do have to do something about these bugs, but man, I don't, oh man, I don't know what to do with them. But you know, uh, what would make our life a lot easier is if we did it without Chad. As this is happening, Lucas is continuing to like boil over the fact that his friend was just shot and she was so close to like potentially actually dying. And he's like, more and more those muscles are under his skin are like rippling into his hands and into his like arms. And he just walks over to a tree and he's like, God damn it. Dottie, you don't understand. You just almost died. And he smashes his hand as hard as he can into a tree with that tremendous force that is bottled up in his body. You hit the tree and you smash your hand into it. And you watch as the tree kind of like has this massive crack that forms up the center of it. That goes up at least almost to the top of the tree as you like pull your hand out and you have basically gone halfway into this tree and just kind of almost split it. Um, oh God. But as you kind of, don't actually harm the trees, Lucas. Um, but as and besides Lucas, Lucas that, she didn't get shot. She didn't get shot. Oh, I don't know how, but she didn't get shot. Oh, good. Well, so as they are saying that, Lucas, you're pulling arm out of the tree, and then suddenly you. <laughs> fall and you look down and your arm is the size of yourself and it's just kind of this mass of pulsing muscles um and like those um bone fragments start to come out of your arms um take one harm and then roll me a weird roll okay i got a 10 on my weird roll all right you manage to get your arm under control oh, oh god as you as you look at it, you realize that it's just it it looks different. It's gained, it's lost. You you're like you're a pretty fit kid, but you're still you know like a like a, a nine you know like a nineties American child. You're not a bodybuilder, but your arm has this like kind of very uh, tight muscular look. Right. I think normally Lucas is is not. St- like totally scrawny, but he's definitely not lifting weights or anything. He's athletic, like a runner or a climber or parkour. He does parkour. 
Yeah. So it's... so this other arm looks dramatically different. He's like, what? yes. What the heck, Lucas? Um, something is wrong with your arm. I you may have broken your arm. It's okay. It feels it feels okay. I <sighs> I feel a little hot, but I think I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. Also, what uh, on Earth is happening at this point? Oh my God! At this point, Shad has contracted rabies or something and has gone full stupid. Uh, Lucas, you're, I don't know, you're okay. Danny, could you take a step back? And I'm, I I think that gun just misfired. I don't think it, but I turned into a tree? Yeah. So while you guys are chatting about that, we're going to cut down to Chad for a second. Fair enough. Um, Chad, you have fallen into this hole. Before we uh, uh, move on here, uh, Chad, of course, just lost his his uh, his uh, hunting rifle because, you know, it, it kind of exploded. Um, that leaves me kind of without a weapon. Can I assume that since I did say that I was preparing uh, before I, I got in the Jeep and drove out with my gear that was in the Jeep, that maybe I have a flashlight and a hunting knife uh, as the remaining equipment I have on me? Yes, you have your medical kit, your flashlight you keep, um, it's like a mag light, it's pretty sturdy, and then you also have a, you got like a real Bowie knife. Alright, so Chad, Chad's still in a panic, uh, I don't think he actually got hurt because of his battlefield awareness as he was falling, he was able to angle himself, so he just probably got a few bruises. Yeah, um, it's nothing major, it's just, yeah. you're, you're falling so, down a hole, you're a little bruised. Yeah, he's, he's got experience with falling down holes, so, you know, he... Rolls to his knees, he grabs his, his knife and his flashlight out of his, his like, the pockets in his, like, uh, cargo pants kind of thing. Looks up at the, um, you know, the the sky above where it's still really bright and, and like, says, they're not just helping the monsters, they they are the monsters. And he, he goes running off into the cave into the darkness. Um. Alright, so as you're running into the cave, make me a... Invest a roll investigate a mystery. An eight, which I think gives me one question. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to say you choose the option of, you know, where did it go from here as a sort of which direction? Or, you know, what indicates to me that I should go in a specific direction kind of thing? All right. All right. So you're looking around the tunnel and you're looking around this. Uh, what you thought would, from the outside looks like a cave. But once inside, it's very obviously a tunnel. Um, it's strange. It's made out of this kind of smooth marble. And as you flash your light around, something a little bit farther down the tunnel gleams. And you kind of, uh, you're not sure exactly what it is, but it's like this kind of like metallic sheen that reflects back. And also looking around, you see that there's these little kind of scuff marks leading deeper into the cave like some sort of material had been like rubbed or dragged against it. I'm going to cautiously but quickly move down the corridor, kind of glancing the flashlight up and around, like looking for any, any signs of danger, but moving toward that glinting material, whatever that is at the end of the corridor or at the end of the burrow, I assume this is. Okay. So you're getting closer and you... You flashing your flat right, flash it around as you get closer and kind of the cave almost curves a little bit. And as you come around the edge of this curve, suddenly everywhere you're flashing your flashlight, 
more and more of these glints happen as you finally come as it's weird it's a it looks like a vein of silver oh now i know why dad's so interested in this place um, um also but the thing is as you look around you, you like how much of how much did you actually spend trying to research your family business and how much does he actually know about like mining um, I, I don't think Chad knows much about mining per se, but he understands a lot of the the business of you know Woodmore Industries. So he's he's interned in just about every aspect of managerial roles. So he probably understands you know the kind of things that you know we mine, but I don't think he's aware of of any silver mining. I think we. What, what he understands that Woodmore Industries mines is uh, rare earths and stones. So like, you know, uh, quarry kind of stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think Chad is aware of any, any like, uh, precious metals. Okay. Mining. I, was, I would say it was more, you spend enough time around, around, you don't really, you know that you guys don't really mine silver, but you know it's valuable. But though, also one of the things is you've spent some time and spent a little time around the mining department learning about different things. You know what ore veins are kind of supposed to look like. And, and, this, and this is unnatural looking? No, it's about the size of a dinner plate. And it's kind of these etched veins of silver in the rock. And as you flash around, you see more of these kind of etches together. And roll me a shark check. Ten. That's about as sharp as I can get. You realize they're symbols of some sort. Whatever these are, these silver veins, these veins of silver are actually runes in the stone. Oh, so they're like 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 they're inlays per se. They're, they're not nat they're not naturally forming veins. It's like a uh, um, a inlay pattern that's been embedded in the stone walls. It, it's like you would think so, but it, instead of it looking like it's embedded, it looks like it was grown. Ooh. Like uh, it looks it looks like a natural vein. It's just it's been shaped so perfectly that it looks like a rune. Uh, how big is it? Not not the vein itself. You said the, the, the silver is about a, a dinner plate around. How big is the symbol itself? The, so the symbol is one singular symbol, but it's about... It's about roughly the size of a dinner plate. If you oh, I see. And then there's like, but it's made up of smaller veins of silver. Yes, it's like, uh, like imagine a very large like poster board A, the size of a dinner plate. Uh, so in my research, it, you know, before I lost access to my my study or my grandfather's study, did I notice any any symbology, any anything like this before? Lucas was the one that looked through the charismatic wayfarer, correct? Yeah, yeah, but I'm also assuming that Chad probably before that happened, yes. there was probably several days where Chad was, you know, inventorying and and going through things by himself before he he took them there. There was like a couple day layover. So, um, uh, roll me a shark check. Eight. Chad says to himself, "I really got to get back into that study and do some serious studying, man." I. I should know this stuff. And I, I, I'm going to reach out and touch that symbol. So what happens is as you touch this symbol, it feels normal. And then you watch as 
for mo just a second, this line of black, like it's like uh, like sh like shadows, basically fan out across the symbol, and then, as just in a singular line, like a wave, just fan out across the symbol, and then it's back to silver. Well, that's interesting. Um, I sort of shot, hold my flashlight out to the side, pointing at my head, and then I look at the opposite wall and say, Shadow Chad, what do you think? Is this, is this something we should be worried about? Um, you don't see Shadow Chad. You see as you look back at the symbol that your reflection is Shadow Chad. Oh. So I, I, I get close to it so I can kind of see. And Shadow Chad, can you give me any indication of what I should do here? I know you can't speak, but maybe uh, a motion towards? He looks at you a little bit confused for a second and then points back toward the surface. Huh. Okay, uh, is there anywhere else to go from from here? I mean, the tunnel just leads into this room. Is it like just a big empty room? or, or No, no, you're, you're still in the tunnel. It continues onward, deeper down. Oh, so this is just like, an, is this in the side of the tunnel, the roof of the tunnel, the floor of the tunnel? All of uh, the tunnel. The, the, oh, the, oh, it's just like spiraling around the, the entire, well, no, you said it's the size of a dinner plate. Yeah, so, it's it's multiple symbols. You're just looking at one. Oh. They're they're peppered all all through the room, ceiling, floor, walls, all peppered through. Well, that's interesting. I think as this is happening, you hear like way off in the distance. Dad, are you dead? You asshole, are you dead? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what 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 what. Uh, I I'm Chad, and there's a bunch of scary freshmen out there that are are you know, showing signs of being very, very scary. Um, ahead of me, there's probably some even scarier monster, and I've found this very valuable tunnel here. Um, I think even though my shadow's telling me to go back, Chad's going to go forward. All right. Um, so cutting back to everyone else on the surface, you guys were talking about how Chad shot you. Dottie, you're okay. So... Dottie, you have just, you are now, have been told that you were a tree until a few few, few seconds ago. I, okay, okay, I'm a tree. I'm a tree now. I've, my parents might love me more now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, well. You, you have I'm a really good... odd relationship with your parents, don't you? I love my parents. Uh... And they love their little tree. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Your parents love trees more than they love you. Um. Sometimes I wonder. But thanks for. You know, that doesn't make sense. Dan, How could they no. love something that they didn't give birth to themselves? Unless, unless if you're not actually their their daughter, and maybe they planted you. Danny, my eyes are closed, and I'm just kind of pretending you're not here right now. Um, that's not that's not very nice. Yeah, we're, we're, today is not the day for nice, Dottie. My arm nearly burned off, and now I'm getting shot at. Um, you know, maybe I kind of deserved that. Maybe I was a little harsh on him. 
Then again, maybe I deserve to get shot by a stupid jock and his stupid family who apparently own this town and who my parents hate because he's basically the sign that everything is going to be terrible from here so on. So speaking of that stupid jock, um, Chad's gone and you would have noticed him running into the woods. Uh, Lucas, you remember, oh my god, he just fell down the hole where the monsters are. Yeah. And then I yell after him, Chad, you asshole, are you still alive? <laughs> you better not be. Are we going to save this jerk to prove that we're the better person? Because that's, that's what Dottie would do instead of whatever I've been doing all day. So why don't we do that? Prove we're the better person and then I'm going to punch him. But, but first we save him to prove we're the better people. Yeah. Okay. We do. Uh, you guys go on Higher ahead ground. a little bit. Uh, I just need to check something real quick. Do I have to be at the front after the day I'm having? No, no. Send in Danny first. Danny, you're curious. Wanna <laughs> have a poking your nose around? I mean, or you guys could I... wait here for just a minute. Whatever you want. I'll wait. And I can I can go look I can go look at the hole, but I'm not going down in there. Uh, Lucas just quickly climbs up a tree. I don't think it should be any problem for him. No, with no, super Lucas. Speed Lucas. and shape shifting. <laughs> yep. Uh, so once I'm up the tree really high, I want to try and summon Biggs again. Um, and hopefully I won't fail. Alrighty. So I'm gonna do uh, use magic and then uh, which one is it? Summon a monster into the world, but just like summon my monster to me <laughs> ah 10 finally um you watch as suddenly out of your chest you feel your shirt pop open and uh, kind of forming out of your bone meat goo oh god um it's bigs and he looks up at you and goes I, what? hey lucas hey guys my name is paul Purnell, and i am the creative director of the rpg empire and i just wanted to take a minute to tell you kind of what's going on with us and give you a sense of who we are and how you can connect with us. You can check us out on therpgempire.com, which will take you to our Patreon. I don't need to say a lot about that. Everyone knows what Patreon is. You can learn more about other shows that we're producing on there. You can see the things that we're giving away for free. But I also want to just say, if you love this story as much as we love telling it, please leave us a review and share it. Sharing is 100% the best way to help this podcast. I would love for you to join the Patreon, but if nothing else, if you just share it, that would be amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and being a part of this. And we hope you join the Empire and definitely reach out to us through Instagram and Patreon. The RPG Empire, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Now back to the show. Oh, I. What the hell, dude? Were you in? How long were you inside of me? Wait, if you were inside of me, what the hell left when I was like a titan, like a big giant guy? That was a little bit of something that we will talk about a little bit later. Um, oh, I'm assuming great. that you're that you've that you pulled me away from my mice hunting uh, to deal with the earthquakes that are going to destroy this whole place. Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. So, are you somewhere else right now? Are you just like using my body to make me, or were you inside of me this whole time? That's for you to figure out now, isn't it, Lucas? Don't make me push you off this tree. I'm a cat. I always land on my feet. I'll be 
Dude, All right. Stuff is going crazy. I my arm turned into a giant freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger arm, like from Conan. And as you like, say that, big kind of like moves in close, like immediately gets concerned. Hackles raised, tail poofs out. He looks at your arm and just looks up at you. Um, and he goes, "Once we're done with this, we're going to need to have a talk." Well, okay. I just. Can, are you gonna stay around? I yes, I'm gonna. He ho- he kind of hops up on your shoulder, uh, on your shoulder, and kind of like curls around your neck. Okay. So, Thanks, Big. He's, he's just kind of like riding on your shoulders. All I, right. I, I feel a little better. Don't worry, I've got you back. My friend almost got shot, and now Chad, you know, he went down in the monster hole. Obviously, like, I can do something about it, and, I mean, you know, that's what Mama, that, that's what she always taught me to do, you know? Do the right thing, like, help people. I was just so mad. You, know you remember, you remember the old, um, Mosquito Man quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, Mosquito Man, that was my favorite comic book. Yeah. I don't know, I found it a little bit annoying. This is the fun part. Are you ready, Biggs? I'm always ready. I jump off the tree. Superhero landing! Um, as you do this, um, you watch as Big kind of melts into your body, and when you hit the ground, your legs are like these massive... They, they ha- still are like, like, are flesh, like human flesh, but they have the bone structure and musculature of like lion legs. Oh, cool. And you guys definitely see me superhero land in front of you. Oh, yeah. Danny, Danny, Danny doesn't. He walked away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Danny did, did. So, Dottie, you're just waiting. Chad ran up a tree. And Danny, you're looking Lucas. around the cave. Our Lucas ran up a tree. Dottie was a tree. Danny's going to a cave. <laughs> it's it's a, a, na- a fun-filled nature trip for all. Um, I just look at this like, you know what? Today, I'm just used to this. It's Friday all over again. I can never leave Friday. I get up slow and I'm like, nothing? Nothing? I mean, no, I had nothing. to look super cool. No, no, I'm sorry. I, you, you did it. You broke me. I hope you're happy. Well, I mean, you were a tree. I thought at least, you know, doing something cool. Okay, let's go down in the freaking hole and save number seven. I think I think that'd be a good uh, time for hunches. All right. Yeah. Sure, you can roll hunches. So you go over to um, the hole and kind of bend down as um, Dottie and Lucas are talking. Then Lucas goes up a tree and yeah. Nice, 12. Okay, so you, you're you looking at this hole and then you suddenly just uh, just close your eyes and then you're it's like you're riding a roller coaster. You're going down this hole, down this tunnel. You see these series of, fla- of flashes on the walls, and then finally you come into this massive room, and then there's a giant flash of light, and, uh, and you see them. You see this, uh, these three large creatures going, uh, kind of rotating and, and moving these, these kind of almost like pustulates, like yellow pustulates, from this large creature in the center of this room that seems to be the one creating these postulates and then you're back up at the top chad is just 
moving as quickly and as cautiously as he can down the tunnel until he either runs into like a branch or something changes. So um, he's just going deeper and deeper into the darkness. Uh, do do these symbols continue to, um, uh, uh, I guess, be at any kind of regular intervals along the thing, or do they stop, or do they just continue on? They continue on, and they start to become more dense. The symbols start to overlap a little bit on the floor. And as you're walking down... You kind of see, with flashing on your light, that suddenly there's this buildup of a very familiar kind of waxy, brownish-yellow substance. Ooh, that, like, bug uh, goo stuff we saw uh, when the the first cave-in thing happened? Yep, yep, that's and, a very familiar sight. Yeah, and it's kind of, like, all over the walls and floor, or is it, like, on my flashlight? No, all over the walls and floor. It's more, it's a lot like beeswax, yeah. but stinkier. Yeah, I saw aliens. I, I am not liking this one bit. Um, um, also, as you kind of, as you're coming down, you kind of see this. You notice that there's a kind of, there's a section where the wall has caved in on the side. There's a, the wall sort of caved in? Uh, except what? it's except all the all the dirt that has been dis dis displaced, as you look at it more, is displaced outward. Ooh, like something busted out from inside this this tunnel out into something else. Mm -hmm. um, are the symbols are the symbols dis disturbed there, or was there no symbol there to begin with? You you look at the rocks and you kind of like sorting through them, and you don't see any symbols on them. Okay, so through the hole, what's on the other side of the hole? Assuming that I'm in like some kind of lava tube kind of thing, uh, and something busted out of it, is it going into a larger cave? Or it is going into a larger cave, and as you kind of shine your flashlight, you see a very familiar symbol on a piece of you see kind of like pieces of twisted metal, and 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 uh, you look around and you see a familiar symbol. This is some quarry. This is one of the mining shafts of the quarry. Oh, Man. so it like it like damaged this tube or this this thing that I was in. Ah, okay. And as yeah, as you kind of survey around, roll me a sharp check. Um, as the rest of you have now gathered yourselves and are entering the hole, kind of following behind him. Once you guys enter, is there anything you guys want to do? So Lucas walks over to like a tall or like kind of shortest straight tree and he pulls it out of the ground and kind of like breaks off the bottom end and then he holds it for a second and concentrates and as he does like all this weird biomass kind of comes out from his hands and starts like growing up the tree and it becomes a big buster sword yeah and it's weird it like looks like flesh for a second and then it all go it all calcifies and he watches all these nutrients kind of Shift out of all this red and, and white material, go back, uh, red and blue material, go back into his body. And now he just has this massive bone sword. Just kind of glistening. Yeah, so you have that. Anything else, um, Blaze, Danny, or, or Dottie, Danny, you want to do before you get into uh, the hole? I th Danny's, Danny's just going on his hunch and. Uh, he, he's not even looking back. He's just saying, we need to go this way. You follow me. 
and he just goes he goes in so he doesn't even see the bone sword thing again sorry lucas yeah Gosh. i'm not really looking either i think lucas just takes a couple of quick swings and like chops down a tree or two like okay it works uh i guess i'll use this on a big giant bug and i kind of like put it onto my back could you let me talk to the bugs first we'll try that again sure that worked out great yes well i'm insane and as we know about insane people uh they just do the same thing over and over again regardless of the outcome well just remember you only have two arms so only two arms so the, the light's getting dim in here does anybody have a light a uh, flashlight or a lighter that we can make a torch out of do i have a flashlight can we pretend i have a flashlight oh uh, i definitely would have a lighter yeah, Lucas has a lighter, you have a flashlight. Um, Daddy, you actually keep um, keep a pen light on you that the uh, Ranger Ranger Harrison gave you. Oh, like on a belt? It's like on a belt loop and it has like a little pouch? Yeah, it has like a little carabiner and it's kind of like put to his belt. Yeah. When, when I say that we need a light, I mean that you need a light because I already have my light. But you won't be able to see everything that i'm looking at so you should have your own lights as well all right so you guys are trekking down and danny you're just he's just charging forward um danny you see now that on the closer expression inspection you guys can now see the symbols as you guys come around the edge of this uh this curve and as you guys come around you see the the symbols and then a little farther down you see the flash uh the the white flash of a of a flashlight kind of exiting the the tunnel. I, uh, because I have Shapeshifter, one of the things you get is plus one to investigate a mystery when using your superior senses. I'm thinking that I can just change only my eyes, and since it's dark in here, no one will notice anyway. But uh, yep. I give myself cat eyes like uh, Biggs, since I can turn into Biggs. So, oh yeah, you basically, your eyes kind of like, um, the pupils slit and spread up and they get wide and then suddenly everything is in kind of like this sharper clarity. Uh, it's not necessarily that things aren't dark, it's that everything's more of a shade of gray now. And so everything has a little more contrast. So you can see the others a lot clearer. Um, well, that's but weird. it's weird. Since you okay. kind of like have done some of your transformations, every yeah. once in a while when you blink, it's almost like predator infrared vision, but just for a split second. So I can kind of see Almost like a dim outline around the two of them. Yep, basically. Um, and cool. so you all are continuing to trek down. Chad, you hear the group of people coming down the hallway, um, kind of okay, behind so, you. So I was exiting in the, the tunnel into this uh, larger cave, and you asked me to make an act under pressure, and I rolled a six. Okay. So it was a sharp. Not, it was a sharp roll. It was a sharp? Okay, sorry. It's a sharp. Um... So, yeah, you wrote a sharp, and you're looking around, and it's, you know, you, you know, you're not sure exactly what happened. Uh, well, you know, obviously, that they got attacked by one of the one of the things, obviously, but it's a little, it's a little weird, because it's not, everything's dug in a weird way. It's, it's not, you know, they haven't dug into any of the, the walls or the sides. There isn't any stripping of any ore or anything. They've just dug down directly to this spot. That's the only thing. You oh, can. so it's like they knew where they were going kind of thing? Yes. It's not. It doesn't look like with other mines, you can see where in this 
where they've been trying to pull out ores and doing tests. This is just a bunch of mining equipment parked right outside. There's no actual extraction equipment. Okay, so what does this tunnel look like from the outside from this other room? Does it look like, like a lava tube kind of thing? Or is it just like a hole in the wall? So as you kind of like, it looks like just like a hole, kind of like they had busted into a new section of stone where it's a little more like clay earth and granite. They hit like a vein of this white marble. And as you kind of look, you see there's probably about a foot of this white marble. And then it is, it, it kind of is the rest of the stone where you can actually see the split into where it is marble and it is granite. So it's definitely a very, it's not like a gradient, it's a straight line. So I'm wondering if this thing was some sort of containment for these things and they busted it open and let it out is what I'm kind of wondering. I have no way to verify that without my research materials. Um, so I hear the others approaching. Yep. Um, what, uh, is there any way out of this location other than going back into the tunnel? Does I mean, is there like a ladder or uh, a mining elevator or anything like that? that leads out of this this space that I'm in? Uh, so as you're kind of looking around, you see what was a mining elevator, but has been destroyed. All the metal's been ripped open and it goes upward and you have a, you have a recollection of the elevator getting destroyed in the mine when the miners were escaping. And you think, oh, that's where the elevator is. Right, so this is where, this is where they were when they came rushing out. Yes. Um, can I see the top where the elevator platform is? Uh, no. Your flashlight kind of goes up, and you know it's up there, but your flashlight kind of dims out a little bit. And so, you you know, you see a little bit of an outline, but you can't really see it clearly. It's just a very deep hole. All right, so there's really only one option is to, uh, you know, make a quick dash and run deeper into the tunnel. Yes. Um, as you all are walking towards where this flashlight was, and as you're outside the tunnel, suddenly you watch as almost like a wave, this kind of circle of white light traces down all these symbols, um, going down the tunnel, and all of a sudden it's very bright, everything's illuminated, and you have the pure white of the marble, and then you all, you can see all the other symbols kind of reflecting this light as it travels down in a circle. Um, and you watch from the outside as all this, as this, like a kind of band of this marble glows around. So, yeah. Well, I guess I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven. Well, this is cool. <laughs> also, that hurt my eyes. Which way do we go, Danny? We go this way. <laughs> of course we do. All right. So you guys keep on going and you, you guys come up and you now see the hole in the wall. It seems like the wall busted outward. Um, each of you looking in, can you give me a sharp check? I fail. Okay, oh, thank goodness. Uh, Lucas, it's a hole in the wall. Yeah, my eyes are still tweaking out because all of a sudden it got bright. Oh, yeah, your eyes are just not happy, all watering and uh, got snot running down your face. It's no good. Um, Dottie... It's the it appears to be where they mined in. You know, you see all the ripped up mining equipment, and um, Danny, you see all this too. Um, but you you now you can see with your your perception, just your your natural kind of curiosity, being very perceptive of your surroundings. 
maybe not the people in them, but the actual surroundings themselves, um, you see little little dings and dots and all the, the all the different machinery that definitely show that one of the monsters, one of the one of the creatures destroyed these things. You also see two massive drums on these kind of carts with hoses attached and kind of leaking out of the end is that familiar it looks like water but the way it moves is more like mercury yeah basically danny you see these carts with the tanks on them dotty you see it's mine lucas it's a hole okay so so and and you said that there's like dots moving all over the walls uh is that is that like did you say that more like dense. They're like dense in a car, and like dense, you know, dense from hail. As you look around, you see all these little indents on things, and you realize it was probably the creature. You see, you know, where the claws scratched and things like that. It's the the evidence of what's left on these machines definitely points to the creature destroying them. So, so Danny, Danny will kind of uh, uh, lean back from looking in this hole, and and he'll he'll ask Dottie. He'll say. Um, Dottie, are you going to try to save save these bugs, or are we going to kill them? Okay, I think I'm going to try and talk to the bugs, since I'm hallucinating. And um, if they don't listen, we do actually, I think, have an obligation to protect the forest. My plan, and I pull my sword out and smash it into the ground, and it kind of shakes everybody. Where the hell did you- Where did you get- Where did you get that sword? Are you guys serious right now? I made it out of my own chipness or something. And I put it back on my back. <laughs> Why? Did you have any ideas, Danny, that on how painful. to... Eh, it, it didn't feel too bad. Uh, did you have any ideas how to kill these bug things? Well, that, that material that the man in the hospital drank, wasn't that something that was going to kill the bugs? Yeah. Yes. I think it burned the hell out of him and then burned the hell out of Dottie, right? Yeah, it was real fun. Why, do you see some of that somewhere? Yes, there's two large drums and it's leaking out a little bit. Why did it hurt Dottie, but it didn't hurt the man who drank it? Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, let me go over and touch it again and, you know. That oops. seems like a terrible idea. You know, let's just, uh... Let's just mass murder bugs, you know, that have been here. Because... It's called pesticide. It's, you know, the orchid. Yeah, you know, pesticides can actually, like, poison cats. Did you know that? You know, pesticides can actually poison humans, too. It's it's not really great for you. Uh, we're probably all going to get cancer. But uh, let's uh, keep a barrel of this around in case negotiations uh, go poorly. Okay. And I walk over and pick one up and put it on my shoulder. Alrighty. Are you going to kill Chad, or are we going to try to talk to him? I am going to save Chad to prove that I am the better person. Because that's who a Luzkov is. Actually, that's not what a Luzkov is at all. A Luzkov would would just, uh, it wouldn't kill him, but it would just, you know, hold a bitter grudge against him for the rest of his life and, you know, constantly mutter under their breath every time I was around his presence. But me, I'm Dottie. And that's I'm a loose that's good. Him. That's good because killing Chad would be murder, even though he's he's not nice and he tried to. He shoot tried you. to murder me. I think that's just self defense at that point. But you know what? 
I'm a better person than that. And also, I'm either dead or he can't kill me. Either way, I'm saved from this. I don't have to worry about this anymore. So if we see Chad, uh, we should try. We should try to save him if he's in trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. I think that that's probably the the best thing to do. Speaking of which, Chad, you are now hiding behind some machinery as as they are now in the hole that you were in. Did he hear that conversation? Because that would be perfect. Yes, he heard all of it. <laughs> I love it. Well, I don't see him anywhere, so let's keep going, I guess. You know what? Here, here's what I'm going to do. Chad, Chad is going to concentrate on the area where the gate was and see if I can fold through my shadow to where that gate was, where we, we saved all the people earlier. Oh, yeah, you you bamf there. You're outside the guard. Yeah. Uh, so, the guard so, you, so you guys probably felt uh, like a quick burst of Arctic wind from somewhere, like from behind some machinery. Um, what Chad's going to do is, you know, look around for like the manager's office or like wherever the managerial portion of this, this installation would be. I'm going to try to do some research and find out what my dad's company is actually doing here. Ooh, um, all right. Uh, nice. roll me an act under pressure check as you come out and luckily you're kind of in a shadowed area, but you see like three or four armed guards kind of pointing spotlights around the gate. Yeah. I, and I'm going to go ahead and bottle up two. That gives, that gives you a total of three hold against me at this point. Cause I bottled up one earlier. And that gives me a 14, so I I am as cool as a cucumber in this situation. You slide right up under the... It's kind of like a trailer, like a shipping trailer. And you kind of come up next to it, behind it. You completely dodge out of all the spotlights and everything. And you see that it is closed and locked. What do you do? It doesn't have any windows. No, not that you can see. Um, but at, and as you're kind of investing that, we're going to cut back down to the others. As you're walking down the hallway, suddenly you all come to this large opening of this cavern. And as you do, and as you walk in, everyone in there suddenly feels this kind of like rippling shaking going through the ground as every single one of these symbols start to light up. And suddenly the room is just full of white light. The tunnel is full of white light. And you watch as the ground next to you starts to glow, Chad. It's like a deep brown, but you see the ground below you start to glow. But the rest of you do see this massive white light. And then in the center, you see these three school bus size, almost cockroach centipede hybrids around this strange... The two of you, strange and unfamiliar, mushy kind of thoracic insect where it has just a little bit of, ch uh, of plating around its head, but the rest of it is just big and squishy like a grub as all of them start to, like, make this clicking noise and turn towards you. Hey there, dear listeners. This is your DM, Isaac. If you've enjoyed the show, you should check out the others on the RPG Empire family. Whether you crave the high-stakes adventures of the Wild West, tales of intrigue or magic, or the rough and gritty terrain of a post-apocalyptic world, RPG Empire has it all. 
with podcasts, playbooks, moves, and all things Monster of the Week and related system. It's the perfect place to find everything you need to enjoy your own mystery, adventure, or tale. So come join us. Be part of the mystery.